to A Reader's Book Corner, a weekly podcast hosted by author and avid reader, Teresa Beasley, that focuses on discussing and supporting indie books and the authors who write them. And here's your host, Teresa Beasley. Hello, reading friends, and welcome to episode 22 of A Reader's Book Corner. I'm your host, Teresa Beasley, and today we're discussing The Watchmaker's Daughter by C.J. Archer. Just a little bit about the Arthur. C.J. Archer has loved history and books for as long as she can remember and feels fortunate that she found a way to combine the two. She has at various times worked as a librarian, IT support person, and technical writer, but in her heart has always been a fiction writer. Her first historical fantasy series, the Emily Chambers Spirit Medium Trilogy, has sold over 45,000 copies and garnered rave reviews. C.J. spent her earlier childhood in the dramatic beauty of outback Queensland, Australia, but now lives in suburban Melbourne with her husband, two children, and a mischievous black and white cat named Coco. As I said, we're discussing The Watchmaker's Daughter by C.J. Archer. She also has several other titles. Um, This is book one, book one of the Glass and Steel series, and I believe the series has 12 books and the 13th book will be coming out in 2022. So, just to give you an overview of The Watchmaker's Daughter, India Steele is the main character, and she's been bamboozled by her fiancé, Eddie. He promised her, her dad that if he gave Eddie his watchmaker shop, that he would marry India and take care of her with what they make from the watch shop. That didn't happen. When her father died... Eddie kind of took the store. He took all of her money. He took everything from her and just left her with nothing. So at the beginning of the book, India's kind of bitter, as expected. She's bitter. So she's trying to find a job. Then we meet Matthew Glass. He's looking for a specific watchmaker, and he's running out of time. Then he meets India in the shop as she's going off on Eddie. And after that encounter, he hires her to help him find the watchmaker that he's seeking. Now, there's an outlaw that's running around London called the Dark Rider. He's roaming the streets of London. And after working with Glass, India starts to believe that Glass is the Dark Rider. She starts contemplating turning him in for this reward that they're offering. But she's kind of on the... Should I turn him in? Should I not turn him in? India works, the more she works with Glass and his friends, the more she becomes fond of them. And even though they're kind of putting her in danger at times, she's still willing to help them find this watchmaker that they're seeking. Because, of course, she needs a job. She has nowhere to live. She needs a job. And so she decides that she's going to work with them and trust that that he's not the Black Rider. Now, the pacing and setting of this book was great, I believe, because the pacing of the book was, it was perfect because I couldn't put it down. So I just had to keep reading. It's set in London, and especially with the magic that's involved, preferably, okay, so I'll put it like this. I love books set in London, especially if they have a little magic to them or they have like a portal, or like time travel is involved. Love that. But the pacing of this book is so wonderful that I I basically read it in a day because I just had to find out, are they going to find this watchmaker and all the things that they were getting into. So the world building, even though it's set in London, 
the world building the world building was so visual you could actually visualize the streets of london and the buildings and where they were going to eat i mean you could visualize it, it makes me actually want to go visit london let's get to the characters india Steele is this feisty um woman that has anger management issues a little bit but as you're reading the story you can understand why she has these anger issues because of all the things that's happened to her and with everything she's been through now matthew glass is this mysterious calm yet strict like guy um he likes order he likes organization and he's all he also seems sick at times throughout the book cyclops is glass matthew glass's driver and friend so he's very quiet he follows direction you don't really get a lot from cyclops <clears throat> but duke he is the cook and he's also a friend of glass and he doesn't hold his tongue um he believes of uh, speaking his mind and you could tell that cyclops and duke and also willie who's willie is matthew's cousin she's more um she was the favorite she was my favorite in the group because she doesn't like authority and she likes to do what she wants she also looks for trouble sometimes and she's a fighter but she's also along with duke and cyclops very concerned about matthew glass and this kind of illness you kind of get hints to as you're reading the book and then we encounter mr glass's aunt and she's getting like early Alzheimer's, a little bit of dementia going on. But she hasn't been treated very well by her brother, Lord Rycroft, which is Matthew's uncle. So she kind of gets thrown into the mix because she comes to live with Matthew and the rest of the crew. So very interesting characters, very some unique, some have anger <laughs> management issues, some tough, strong, loyal so you get a little bit of variety in the characters in this book. Now, I will say this book, it was true to its its genre. You know, it's you could tell it's a historical fantasy story with um, a little bit of mystery. And like I said, um, it being set in London makes it even more intriguing. But you can tell it the historical, the way the buildings are described, the way the courses that they have on. Um, you can tell that it's a historical book. Um, and the fantasy with the little hint of magic that goes on, you can kind of tell it's in the fantasy genre. So it's true to its genre. Historical fantasy with the underlying mystery to it. <clears throat> the characters were very entertaining, very different, as I was saying. And the descriptions of areas in London basically made me want to visit. I mean, she did a very good job of describing the the area the houses the streets the restaurants even the watch shops that she was describing it makes you want to visit london now the magic wasn't elaborate and it wasn't introduced until a little bit later in the book but i understand why to support one of the reveals that was to happen at that time so now glass and steel they run into some interesting people as they're trying to uncover the black rider Plus also the um, trying to find this watchmaker that they're looking for. And then when you finally when you finally find out who the Black Rider is, it, it's surprising. And it's even surprising to India when she finds out who it is. Now, the explanation of watches 
and clocks. And especially when India is taking them apart, taking one apart, and then she's putting it back together. It's, it was very interesting to read that section of the book. I didn't care for Eddie. And I and that's because I didn't like the way he treated India when after her father passed. Because if he promised that and he shook hands, he should have honored it. But they probably should have put it in writing too. I also didn't like how the Watchmakers Guild shuns women. They acted like they were and, and at some points in the book you could tell that they the guild acted and some of the other watchmakers that owned watch shops in London, you could tell that um they were kind of scared of India. But you find out later on why that is. I just didn't like that once again here is men putting women in a category where they can't do what a man can do. So in London at this time, women couldn't run watch shops. So of course, men putting women in a submissive type role or like a, a lower level role when it comes to men. And that I did not care for. Um, but of course, they shunned her from becoming a guild member because she's a she's a woman and she wasn't allowed to run her dad's shop. That's why her dad asked Eddie if she, if he married her that he would promise to take care of her because he wanted that shop to stay within the family, but he knew that the guild would not allow India to run the shop herself. So that's why her dad had put all this into place and it did not happen. It was just kind of weird that they all acted like they were scared of her, that she was going to do something or she, you know, so. And a lot of these watchmakers have been knowing her for a long time. So it was kind of weird that they were acting like this. Now, I will say that Catherine Mason, India's dear friend, supported her, even though her parents, especially her father, was very skeptical about even having India come around because of, you know, the whole guilt thing. Um, so it was shocking to find out why all of them were shunning her. But that is one of the reveals that happens later on. So I don't want to say any more on that because I don't want to spoil anything for you all. So overall, this was a great introduction to C.J. Archer's books. I have never read any of her books. Came across this on Amazon and decided to give it a try. First of all, because the, the cover is just beautiful. It's stunning and it's very intriguing and it, it caught my attention along with the blurb on the back of the book. So it, it was a book that I'm glad that I picked up because it, it was a good introduction to her work. And I would definitely continue with the Glass and Steel series. I know, as I said before, that I believe there's 12 books and the 13th book comes out in 2022 which will be next year but of course i've already ordered books two and three so those will be coming in soon so i can continue on with this wonderful series um this book just captured my attention it was a captivating read the writing was great her writing style is wonderful i mean she clearly knows london she clearly knows um she clearly has great character development, which makes you attach yourself to these characters. Because as I'm reading, not only was I invested in India and her finding a job and finding a place to stay and 
I was excited. I was happy for her when she was able to stay with Matthew and his crew because I was worried that she wasn't going to have a place to go. And then once you get introduced to Matthew and his crew and their different personalities and how loyal they are to him and making sure that he's taken care of and you can see how much he cares for them. And even though he just met India, you can tell that there was care there for her too to make sure she was taken care of. Um, he went, took on like a protective role. So the characters were well developed and I was invested in not only India as the main character because to her, to me, her, India and Matthew are the main characters of the book. So um, of course it's the Glass and Steel series. But um, not only were I invested in both of them, but I was also invested in Willie and some things that happened with her that I was worried that she wasn't going to get back. Um, so it was easy to invest in all of these characters in this book. So tell me, listeners, have any of you read any of C.J. Archer's book, whether it's the Glass, any books in the Glass and Steel series or she has um, several other series, which, like I said, her um, first series which was the um, Emily Chambers Spirit Medium Trilogy. She also has the first, second, and third Freak House trilogies. She has Ministry of Curiosities, the Assassin Guild, the Witchblade Chronicles, Lord Hawkberry's Players. And she also has a couple of standalones called Redemption, Surrender, Courting His Countess, and The Mercenary's Prize. So, have you read any of her books? And if so... Leave a comment and let me know the title of the book and what your thoughts were about the book. Um, I will have the question in the show notes. Now, to connect with C.J. Archer, feel free to visit her website at cjarcher.com. Or you can also connect with her on Twitter at C.J. underscore Archer. You can purchase The Watchmaker's Daughter as well as some of her other books on Amazon and Barnes & Noble and other platforms. You know the ones the ones that you decide to purchase from and if you want to connect with a reader's book corner we are on instagram facebook and twitter at a readers bc also stop by the blog at arbookcorner.wordpress.com and if you just want to catch up on podcast episodes backslash podcast so until next time happy reading happy reading